Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Today we have a crazy entitled parent story all about reading someone's bank letters. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my entitled mom is fine with my brother moving to Italy, but doesn't want me to move to South Korea. My fiancé and I have considered moving to South Korea. Personally, I don't have anything keeping me to where I live. I've lived the same boring life in a depressing small town. I'm craving something so different. My fiancé doesn't care where he lives, he doesn't have a strong preference. With our idea of moving to South Korea, my mom has had numerous meltdowns and manipulated me into telling my fiancé to stay in the U.S. She's even heavily suggested he applies to grad school so he can have a better future in the U.S. and even had him consider to switch majors because she didn't think he would have a bright future with the major he was studying. My fiancé also couldn't work due to being on a student visa. He could have easily worked in his home country and my mom made it such a big deal that he couldn't work at the time. We have even thought about living in South Korea for a little bit of time, like a few months or years. I really want our future child to spend time in South Korea. We're now thinking about the first few years of our baby's life to be in South Korea, and then when the baby reaches age 5, we'll bring them back to the US and have it start school here. My mom has further made that an issue and told me that I can't keep her grandchild away from her. I'm honestly sure she would try to bring me to court over all of this and say I'm denying her rights as a grandparent. But for this, I'm not going to give up on this dream of ours, and our baby will live sometime in South Korea. Last night, my mom's friend was over for dinner. My mom revealed to us that my brother is thinking of buying a house in Italy and might be moving there. I was completely shocked and I said out loud, Are you kidding me? I can't move to South Korea, but my brother can move to Italy? My mom's friend chimed in and said, Well, it's safer in Italy than South Korea due to the North Korea issue. I said to my mom's friend in a sarcastic tone, Trust me, it's very safe in South Korea, thanks for your concern. My mom just sat there in the happiness while continuing to talk about her excitement of my brother buying a house in Italy and maybe moving there. So, I'm Italian-American, and my mom is very prideful of her Italian culture. When it comes to South Korea, my mom believes it's unsafe due to North Korea, and she ignores anything I tell her about how safe it is within the country, and that a lot of Koreans don't see North Korea as a threat. My mom is also scared if I move there that I'll never come back to see her. But yet my brother can move to Italy. I'm truly disappointed and sad. I had to give up my life in South Korea because of my mom's manipulation and emotional breakdowns. My fiancé made such a big compromise just for my brother to get praise for buying a house in Italy. Am I wrong for feeling completely blindsided? I don't think OP's wrong here and I think it's pretty clear there's a lot of bias being enacted here. Whatever her true reason is, she's clearly just anti-South Korea for whatever reason. I feel like the whole North Korea safety thing is just like their really lame fake excuse for whatever their actual issue with it is. They probably just don't like South Korea or don't think they'll ever want to visit there and they don't want to see their kids go there. 
But Italy? Oh, Italy, it's part of our culture. I'm sure she's totally on board with the brother moving to Italy or buying a house there because she could totally envision herself going there. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy crazy stories of entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, Grandma cut me off because I stood up for myself. So my grandparents partially raised me growing up. My father, their son, was slash is an abusive alcoholic, and my mom left him. Grandma refused to believe her son was the issue at first, and got back at my mom for leaving him by calling CPS on her. So that's the kind of person she is. They eventually made up and I spent a lot of time with them because my mom worked long hours and my grandparents wanted us in their lives. Growing up, I loved my grandparents. Some of my happiest moments are with them, especially my grandpa. He's honestly my angel and the dad I wish I had. My grandma, I always knew had a different side to her, but I never fully realized until I reached adulthood. I honestly think she's a narcissist. I still went to my dad's every other weekend when I probably shouldn't have. The adults in my life thought it would be good for everyone, but it honestly did major damage to me, and now I have PTSD. I saw so much crap a child should never see. There were so many scary things we went through at my dad's house. When stuff started to go bad, we would call my grandparents and they would come rescue us. They just lived across the quarter of land, so we're like three minutes away. My dad never physically abused me, so I think that's why the adults let us keep going there, but he would threaten to unalive my stepmom and himself, bring his guns out, go into drunken rages, drink and drive with us. The SWAT team was called on him once, it was chaos there. But my dad said he would unalive himself if he didn't get to see us, so the adults made us go see him. I don't think they realized how bad it really was. So now, as an adult, my life isn't normal. I have a lot of childhood trauma and have been in therapy to get over it all. My grandma is very offended that her son's actions have impacted my life. She doesn't like how I'm not following the typical life script. She doesn't like that I struggle and that I'm not where she thinks I should be. She doesn't like what I went to school for. She doesn't like that I don't work a typical female job and that I'm free-spirited. Last year, she called me at 8pm slurring her words. She completely tore me down. Basically how she thinks I'm not doing anything with my life, is mad I have mental health issues, is mad about when I went to school for or didn't go to school for, basically saying I'm weak and amount to nothing. I told her it's not my fault. I was a child and didn't feel like the adults in my life protected me. Told her I'm trying, that I like my life and I'm doing good with the cards I was dealt. She did not like me insinuating she didn't protect me and started going off again, so I hung up and blocked her. This was last January and I've been no contact. My grandpa's birthday was in December and he turned 94. I have nothing bad to say about him, he's the best man I know. I miss him and his jokes so much. I called three times to wish him a happy birthday and left voicemails. Think my grandma picked up or called back to let me talk to him? Of course not. I'm apparently not allowed to talk to my sweet grandpa either. He's very hard of hearing, so he relies on her to answer the phone. I just know that broke his heart. I wonder if she told him I never even called. I worry so much about him and I don't know how he's put up with my grandma for so long. And now we have my aunt. She's my grandma's daughter but not my grandpa's. He adopted her. My grandma had him from a previous abusive marriage. Anyways, she's whispering in my grandma's ear and stoking the fire, twisting truths and outright lying to turn my grandma against me more. This is where I think it's all coming from, I'm realizing. So my grandpa made a pretty good life for himself, as did his parents. They've hinted about the inheritance they'll be leaving us. 
I think my aunt is trying to get my sister and I cut off so her and her husband and her kids get it all. My dad is already cut off, understandably. My aunt sees how much my grandparents doted on us and how much they love us. We were way more in their lives than their kids. So I think she started planting seeds in my grandma's head. They've already got my grandpa to hand over all the farmland they had. They gave the- Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Their acreage to my cousin. They just want more and more. Honestly, I don't care much about the money. I just want my grandpa back in my life. I just want the relationship I had with them back. I just hate greedy and manipulative people with a passion, and I know how much stress this is putting on my poor grandpa. He loves us so much, and everyone is trying to separate us. Last time I saw him, he cried about how proud he is of me and how much he loves me, while my grandma just thinks I'm not good enough. Now, both myself and my grandpa are being punished because of their egos. I think the only way around this for OP is just to be there in person, be kind of a presence that they can't deny. Sounds dramatic, but obviously they're not going to let you get in contact with your grandpa through any kind of remote means. So don't even give them the chance to do that again. Go there and honestly make it known what's been happening to the grandpa. If anything, you can even like show the call logs where you've been trying to call them for proof. Absolutely call them out on this. Our next story is, Sir, my intentions are strictly honorable. On Saturday night, I was supposed to go get dinner with some folks from work, including a girl who said she needed a ride. Her car isn't the most reliable, so I said I'd give her a lift. She's about 10 years younger than me, the shortest girl at the office, and very, very Hispanic. 
I see this not as a put down, but it's essential in the context of the story. You'll see. I set off a few minutes early to the address I've been given and wound up pulling up to a home with signs outside that said, smile, you're on camera jerk, and grinned. I liked the attitude those signs displayed. I just really hoped I was in the right place. Texted the girl from work that I was ready for extract and she said she'd be right there. So I got out of my car, did a bit of a, I just drove for a while stretch, and then leaned against my car and started going through my phone. While I was waiting and minding my own business, I sensed someone approaching. What gave it away was someone saying, I think you came to the wrong neighborhood, and two other dudes chuckling at the line as they approached. They looked to be about my age or maybe a bit younger, mid-twenties to early thirties. I didn't see any tattoos, but we were all about the same size and they had three to my one. Those were not the kind of odds you'd want to see. I started doing that thing people do when they were about to panic and they're trying to calm the situation down, waving my hands up and down and saying something along the lines of, hey man, I'm just doing my thing. I work with the girl that lives in that house and she asked me to give her a ride. I turned to point at the house in question and was greeted with the sight of an older man holding a baseball bat leaving the house and also approaching myself and my new friends smacking his palm with the bat and chuckling in a menacing fashion as he came. While I was busy staring at the man with the baseball bat, all three of the other dudes started to invade my personal space. The older guy with the bat comes up to us and, still smacking his palm with the bat, in a tone that promises violence is imminent, says, You should get in your car and go on home before something bad happens. At that moment, when I was torn between, I said I'd do a thing, so I'm gonna do the thing, and, oh freak, oh freak, oh freak, my saving grace approached. Rapidly, a gray sedan was driving up the street, and upon seeing me surrounded by other people, absolutely gunned it and squealed into the driveway of the house. I'd parked in the street because I know what I'll be right there means and didn't want to be in anyone's way. Out of the car flew the girl I was supposed to be giving a ride to. She was ticked immediately starts speaking spanish rapidly and in a furious tone i swear her temper added a good foot in height while she read all four of the dudes who got in my face the riot act she actually started shaking a finger under the noses of the first bunch of dudes who all made sorry noises in spanish and slunk off towards wherever they came from with their metaphorical tails between their legs I don't speak Spanish, but I do know a come to Jesus when I hear one. And then our heroine turns on the man with a bat, who has since hidden the bat behind his back like it's going to save him. While all this is happening, the other occupant of the car has gotten out. It's our heroine's grandmother. She's moseying her way down the driveway, completely bypasses the girl from work and the man with the bat, and comes right up to me and says in the cutest abuela accent, Oh, you're the nice man who fixes it when granddaughter's name is about to cry from the computer. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you very much for driving her to dinner. Please try and make sure she doesn't get into any trouble. I made your very welcome noises and then said, You know, I don't think granddaughter's name needs much looking after. Nor do I think I want to be the one to tell her she can't do something she wants to. Seems unsafe. I finished in an amusing tone while the man with the bat, who was indeed my co-worker's father, continues getting scolded. Then the sweet old lady laughs at my joke and then her tone shifts, and she barks something in Spanish in a tone reserved for little boys who have gotten a case of the clevers, and then points at me, points at co-worker, and then growls something else. Absolutely no idea what was said, but Batman is now looking at the ground. He walks over and takes the nice woman's elbow and leads her up the stairs and into the house. 
I'm still stood there trying to figure out what in the world just happened to me. I think the slack jaw gave it away and my coworker just says, my dad thought you were my boyfriend and called some neighbors. Sorry, you ready to go? I mean, my question is, what has the boyfriend done or is doing to make them act like that? Is it just they want to put the fear of God into anybody that might be remotely interested in their daughter or like what? Our next story is, my dad needs anger management. I, 16-year-old female, love my parents, 43-year-old female and 47-year-old male, but I don't know if I can live in it anymore. We do fun things as a family, whether that's going out to dinner, trips, or just simple family time. I appreciate them so much because of all they've done, but after last night I'm realizing my dad may have a problem. For context, my dad has a hearing problem and anger issues. My aunt, dad's sister, told me that they both suffered from anger issues in their younger years. But she got treated for hers. He never did. And it comes out in how he's treated us. Some examples include throwing a remote at my mom when she didn't answer his text while they were at home because she fell asleep, pinning me to my bed by my back and beating my butt because I said something sassy on accident in front of my friend's father, told me he was kicking me out because I lost a ball I used to wrap my softball glove that I also forgot to wrap a lot, and then never apologizing. He never actually did, but he did take my ball stuff and pool stick like he was, and grandma was not happy. Yesterday's incident, we were at a gas station, and my mom told him to use her reward points and hit a certain button. He didn't hear her and got mad that what he did messed up what they were going to do. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. He blamed her, saying she never told him and even tried to use me to back him up. But my mom told him that I'd answered her earlier when she asked if she said that and I told her she did. He screamed at her most of the way home and even after we came home for a few minutes he kept screaming. One of the few times I started driving, I got stressed out while driving and when we went to get gas, he said a joke about a song I was listening to and I thought I responded as calm as I could considering I was very nervous. According to him, I got an attitude with him, so he took my keys and after getting gas, he drove me back home. They kept my phone and told me I wasn't coming to dinner with them, so I went back into home, made my own dinner and just watched TV. Took all of my stuff out of my room except the bed, alarm clock, anything I actually needed because I was already in trouble for something that was my fault, but I forgot to study for a test and he did that made me clean the entire house because he asked if I saw soap on a dog bowl I was cleaning and I responded with, no? Which apparently was attitude and he took all my electronics. Many more things I could name, but am I being unreasonable whenever I say he needs help? I hate seeing my mom heartbroken and hurt after he's made her cry and all I can do is sit there with her. I've definitely dealt with people exactly like this. When you give even a remotely sassy answer or you're not giving them the energy they want from you and they expect from you, you to them are like the scum of the earth and they're going to make it known that you should feel bad. The problem here is, unless they're willing to identify that they have a problem and they want to get help for it, it's never going to get better. 
To me, they sound like the kind of parent that once you grow up and you're independent, you just hardly ever talk to, and the idea of going and visiting them is definitely not a fun prospect. It's sad, but they're the kind of person that's much better from a distance. Our next story is mother demanding her children that they contribute a large sum to her luxury car purchase. As title suggests, our mother asked us to chip in $1,000 towards her new luxury car because she would have done the same if we, her children, were to make a big purchase like that. Mind you, she hasn't paid a single penny towards our education. We got scholarships to both college and grad school, big medical expenses, for example hospitalizations or cars. She also doesn't have a stable job with benefits and gets mad whenever we try to help her with setting up a savings account for retirement saying that her job is none of our business. She can't afford a car, let alone a luxury brand. When we declined her request, she said she was just testing us to see if we truly respected her, and our response showed a cultural difference. We're in an Asian family. I didn't realize that common sense and realism makes a cultural difference in some situations. I just feel like just about anybody in that situation is going to say no. Especially when historically you've tried to help her with her money and she turns it down and says, no, just let me keep drawing from the bank of my children whenever I want to. This next story is, my mom has threatened to take money out of my account without my permission twice now. Advice needed. For context, I, 21-year-old female, have a very rocky relationship with both of my parents. I was raised by very strict Christian parents, and I have very different views than them. I still have a youth bank account that was established when I was a minor, meaning that my mom can withdraw funds from my account without my permission. Yesterday, I had left out a few pairs of shoes in my room. We recently moved to a new house, so as of now, all of my shoes are stored in a cardboard box. To make a long story short, she said that she's going to take $100 out of my account to buy a shoe organizer. I told her, no, not right now, I want to save up my money. I'll buy one later. She went ballistic and said that she was going to take out the money anyways. This made me extremely mad, and I told her that I'm going to move my money to another account because I don't feel comfortable with her threatening to essentially steal the money I earned from working two minimum wage jobs. She threatened to kick me out of the house after I told her I'm going to move my money to an account separate from hers. My dad chimed in in the conversation and said that, As long as I live in his house, he can do whatever he wants. So he thinks just because I'm his daughter, he's entitled to my money. This has now happened twice. The other time, my mom said she was going to take $200 out of my account because I took a water bottle into my room. What should I do? I can't move out at the moment because I cannot financially support myself with my current job and my parents are only charging me $50 a week for rent. I know I haven't been perfect, and I've said some things to them out of anger that I shouldn't, but are they in the right to say this to me? I told them that taking money from me is illegal, and I could pursue legal action, and they belittled and insulted me as well. This whole situation is disheartening and hurtful. Regardless of whether they try to make life harder on you, the right move is to move that money into an account that only you can control. If they haven't moved the money out yet, be thankful and take advantage of that situation by moving it now. Because realistically, what would you rather have? The continued threats until they actually just go ahead and do it? Or just moving it out and being in control regardless? This next story is, parents don't support my career choice, so I have to pay rent and it's not cheap. I want to do trade work, welding slash plumbing, blue collar work. I told my parents that I'd rather join an apprentice than continue in college. 
I was in college for computer science, but I highly dislike it. My parents hate it. They said they won't support me, and they're simply done supporting me. So now they want me to pay $1,500 monthly of the utility bill, which I think is unfair, very. They want me to suffer because I said I want to do trade, but they can't support me for it. My mom is still ticked and now wants me to pay that much of a bill. She'll never help me at all and I have to start my first $1,500 monthly payment next month by the 6th of February. This crap is stupid as freak. You can't stand my personal life choice and career path, so you make me pay that high of rent? It seems like you just want my money, but yeah, off to fend on my own now. If I'm paying that much, I might as well get my own place because what the freak? This is quite literal BS. One of my closest friends had bounced around from job to job for a long time, not really knowing where they wanted to work. They went back to community college for welding for a year, and now they're making some pretty decent bank as a welder. If you're open to it, you can make a lot more money also being somebody that's flexible and willing to travel for a lot of these jobs. And one job that's always going to be in demand is plumbing. As long as civilization exists, there's going to be a requirement and a need and a desire for plumbers. And look around, has anybody ever said, oh, I call the plumbers all the time, they're so affordable. They definitely make good money. $1,500 a month? Yeah, right. Move out somewhere with a roommate, you'll probably pay half that or even less. Our next story is reading my bank letters. I'm so mad right now. A few weeks ago, I took out a loan at the bank for a new apartment and my driver's license. Today, I went over to my mother's place because I needed to print something. First thing I get greeted with is, what's wrong in your life? Why do you need a loan? I didn't plan on ever telling her about this because she's really bad with money and I didn't want the stress. Well, the bank messed up and sent my papers to her address. My name, front and center, she opened, saw it's not hers and read through the entire thing. I texted my sister to vent and she told me that she always does this crap. Anytime there's an important letter for any of us ending up at her place, she just opens and reads them. I wish I had the guts to yell at her. This is so rude and illegal. I'm not the person to ever yell at my parents unless they give me a legitimate reason to and this would be a very legitimate reason to yell at my parents. I would be calling up the bank and ripping them a new one for sending it to the wrong address. OP clarified in the comments that their current address is given to the bank, but yet they still sent that letter to the wrong address. Although I don't really know if there's any actual damages here, I feel like OP would have the grounds for at least threatening some kind of legal situation. I mean, they mailed your loan information to the wrong address on file, let alone the fact that what the mom did is utterly illegal. Our next story is going no contact with my dad's side of the family. So I, 23-year-old female, have a tricky relationship with my parents to say the least. My dad, 55-year-old male, has caused a lot of problems over the years, from being invited to dinner to meet his mistress before his wedding, to my stepmother being a plain narcissist, and telling me he would cut me off if I still felt upset about the trauma he caused me growing up. The list could go on, but recently I've moved abroad, and my mother wants us to keep in contact. So she told me to invite him to visit. Initially, I hesitated, but it was only a couple of days. What could go wrong? I took him to a bar and started to catch up, but he started to drink a whole lot more than I thought, two and a half bottles of wine. This was the first time I'd ever seen him drunk, and he became very childish. I took him walking to get some air, but we happened to see a poster of two men kissing. He screamed out how disgusting it was. He literally said, ew, like a child and fake gagged at it. 
I asked him to not be so loud and to stop being so childish, but he's proud of his upbringing and will voice his opinions of how homosexuality is a sin. I am bisexual and got very offended by this as I've kept my distance from letting him know my sexual orientation as he is homophobic. My mom's side knows this, but since my dad got caught cheating, he turned his life to God. He did this to make his wife happy, as she didn't trust him after discovering his affair. His wife is incredibly homophobic too. I couldn't let this go, and it played in my mind the whole time he was with me. After he went home, I sent him a message to discuss how I felt, and if it was possible to turn it down regarding homophobic comments, especially in public. This became a massive fight, and I finally told him I was bisexual. He called me an abomination and then quoted from the Bible. I'm not a confrontational person, so I asked him to stop. But he kept going as he said it was in his right to make such comments, and he could say what he liked around me. He spoke about all of the historical events during slavery and how it still affected him and the people of our country. In slavery, enslavers would force men to kiss and do sexual acts against each other against their will. It is common to be homophobic in our home country, and some are killed if found out. I told him I understood that, but it had nothing to do with this situation as it was a long time ago, and we should move on. We are black. He then discussed our argument with my grandmother and I called him and his wife homophobic. His excuse was she was lonely and needed to hear how badly I was speaking to my dad. Some backstory to my grandmother, my dad had used her money for years and her husband recently died, so she's alone in the house. Even though I live abroad, I check in and call her to make sure she's okay and ask my mom, even though she divorced my dad, to help with groceries and to sit with her. My dad left to visit me on her birthday, which I didn't realize, and I asked my mom to do something as she was alone. After her husband died, she would have spent Christmas alone until I told my dad to take her to his house. I have a very close relationship till she got involved with me and my dad, as my dad sent me a screenshot saying she was upset that I called my dad a homophobe. She was sick of my behavior, and I was constantly getting out of line and should be put in my place. This was all news to me as she had voiced none of this to me. I was hurt because I put so much effort into making sure she was okay. But when it come to saying something bad about me, it was so quickly done. I confronted her about this and she said she didn't expect me to hear it and is calling me constantly as she knows she messed up. I usually call her once or twice a week, but this happened last month and I haven't spoken on the phone to either of them since. This has made me wonder what else they've said behind my back. I want to cut them both off permanently, but my mom asked me not to, as I'm apparently irrational. Am I the jerk if I do? I mean, I can't lie, if I were in OP's position, I would be feeling pretty devastated to find out that they said this behind my back, and that they just never intended for me to hear it, or at least not hear it right away. You can hear them out as far as their apology goes, but I think it comes down to whether or not you actually believe they do care, considering what they did when you're not around. I don't think you're ever going to be the jerk for cutting off somebody that is actively talking bad about you or in any way being toxic to you, especially as a family member. I mean, how else are you supposed to feel when she said to your face, oh, I'm sorry, you weren't supposed to know my true feelings? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.